If you're anything like me, you're not drinking nearly as much water as you should. As much as we want to be healthy, sometimes it's hard to pick up that water bottle full of boring, plain water over and over again. Thankfully, I discovered Liquid IV. Liquid IV is a delicious water additive that has five essential vitamins, three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks, and hydrates two times faster than water alone. I love Liquid IV when I'm traveling because as much as I don't want to use an airplane bathroom, it is so important to stay hydrated when you're flying. Trust me, you'll feel so much better if you do. The packaging is super convenient and you can easily bring your empty water bottle through security, fill it up in the terminal, and add your favorite flavor of Liquid IV. I'm obsessed with the new strawberry lemonade flavor right now, but honestly you can't go wrong with any of them. Liquid IV is made with premium ingredients and is also gluten, dairy, and soy free, which is really such an added bonus. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code JUDGINGYOU with no spaces at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code JUDGINGYOU with no spaces at liquidiv.com. everybody. Hello. My name is Shannon. I'm Alyssa. Welcome back to another episode of Hashtag, Hashtag Judging you. you. Do we got jokes? I didn't look up a joke. We got we squeaks. We now got squeaks. Like, squeaks. it wasn't squeaking before. Nope. As soon as we start recording, I swear. But yeah. Oh, jokes. Jokes. Yeah, I know. Uh, let's see. This one's dumb. You ready? To the guy who invented zero, thanks for nothing. Ah. <laughs> 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 what? I accidentally took out my Blockbuster card at the bar. Oh, I get it. Okay. I, I didn't I ac- need your ID. The bouncer said, never mind. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I read in the car, and oh. I was like, what? Like, that's, yeah. Okay. In a job interview, they asked me if I can perform under pressure. I told him that I don't know the lyrics. So what if I don't know what the word apocalypse means? It's not the end of the world. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> All right. Well, everyone, um, I've had a busy ass weekend, so we're going to judge some people today. We love judging people. I love judging people. That's I, the whole I, premise yeah. of this podcast. I so. judge it a lot. Yeah. A lot, a lot, a lot. I did find, though, a couple of movies that I did want to watch. Mm. So To add oh to my. your list of oh, yeah. movies. Oh, yeah. Well, this one, I'm real excited. It's a 2017. It's called Charlotte. Okay. Okay. It's a 3.5 on IMDb. Yeah. And the synopsis is, a girl in her teens babysits for a new family when she meets a creepy doll. The doll makes her watch several gruesome tales on TV. (laughs) What? I don't know, but I'm real excited to watch it. (laughs) Okay, well, don't. Now you have to. Yeah, I'm going to. I just have to find it where I I can. I'm sure it's on Tubi. Probably. Yeah, 100%. Probably. So, yeah, anyway... We're doing a red up mashup. Woo! Alyssa has. I've got the, assholes. Yeah, all of the assholes. Yeah. And I have relationships <laughs> and all kinds of stuff, so. Thunder crashing. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I need like a, like a thunder, like. <laughs> yeah. I can be spooky wind, so. Well, I feel bad because you can't do it. Well, I don't know if I can. <laughs> Shannon can't whistle. I whistle <laughs> so, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's it. not a spooky wind. I love it. 
but like oh. I was, uh, people were talking about how they were like oh no one can hum and whistle at the same time I was like fucking so many people can yeah. I can do it like and they were like no you can't I'm like yeah I can I can watch me yeah no Okay, so should I go? Sure. Alrighty. Judges and assholes. Okay. Here we go. Am I the asshole for begging my sister let us uh, to let us adopt my nephew? Okay. I just had a miscarriage three months ago, oh. and my husband and I tried so hard for that to be our stick baby. To have it stick. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, within the year. Uh, or within the past year, we've had six miscarriages. Oh, my God. We are devastated, but we are not willing to give up on trying for our own. Jeez. Someday it will happen. This past month, my sister welcomed her newborn into this world. He is my second nephew and the most precious thing in the world. I adore him so much. During my sister's pregnancy, I was a major part of it, and she is aware of our losses and knows how badly we want a baby. We want one so bad it, uh, that it hurts. After our miscarriage, we suggested we name our son, or her son, after the baby we miscarried. His name would have been Noah. But then you can't use that name. Right? If you have a baby Ah, later. Right? I just... Okay. My sister said she found it a little intruding and ultimately declined. We were devastated, but we respected her decision. (laughs) Once we got closer to her induction date, we suggested giving her a ride there, and I offered to be in the room with her. I begged her to let me cut his umbilical cord and for him to be placed on my chest immediately after birth. Oh! But she wouldn't let me. Mm. I felt such a connection with him since the moment I heard his heartbeat. And I feel like he is the piece of us that is missing and the child we lost. Oh, no. This past week, my sister has been telling us how hard motherhood is. And we offered to adopt him and treat him as our own. We want him so badly and we love him to pieces. My sister declined and asked that I give her space and not contact her for a little while while she gets her mind straight. We begged her and told her how much this would mean to us. She is currently struggling financially as well. My husband and I plan on calling CPS and an adoption lawyer to see what they think is best for him and my family. And my family has since been calling and telling me uh, I'm an asshole and to leave my sister alone. They also demand we get help. Yeah. You know. Uh But all I'm trying to do is get custody of my nephew. Am I the asshole? Yes. Yeah. That's she, absolutely oh, yeah. not okay. Right? Like she got ripped apart in the Good. comments and she kept defending herself the whole time. Babe, like no therapy yeah. first. She is Delulu to the extreme. Asking to have the baby put on your chest. Right. And cut the umbilical cord. Right. And like taking advantage of this woman who probably has postpartum depression. Right. And is taking care of another child and a newborn baby. Oh my god! Oh my god! Also, and I and I try. I'm not. I feel for them. I've never been pregnant, and I, you know, plan not plan on ever being pregnant, kind of a thing. But six miscarriages a in a year, in a year. That's a lot. Like go to the doctor. Yeah, I don't know if they already have, but like. Obviously, you're getting pregnant, mm-hmm. so you probably just need some extra hormones to carry it through yeah, to, to like the safe stay. point. Yeah. yeah. So, but I, I knew someone who had like 11 miscarriages in before she had her baby. Not in a year, oh. but it was in like two or three, probably. Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. But like, that can't be good for your body. No. Like, and your emotions yeah. and your brain, and no, like the hormonal roller coaster alone. Yeah. Oh, I can't. I could, mm. so to me, that's making it seem like like every time she had a miscarriage, they were like immediately back on it and trying to get pregnant again. And like, yeah. well, and that's the bad thing is that people say that the first period after, or like the first 
ovulation mm-hmm. after you have a miscarriage is supposed to be super fertile. So people try to get back on it real quick. Uh-huh. But it's like, you got to let your body recover. Yeah. Like, especially depending on how far along you were mm-hmm. when you had the miscarriage. But like, ooh. Yeah. I'm like, that cannot be good for your psyche. It cannot no. be good for, for your, your, just, yeah, your physical body, your emotions. Like, yeah. yeah, like you said, like, it's just so many hormones rushing through you. And like, yeah, that's a lot. You know, but I get where she's coming from that she really wants a baby and they've been trying for a baby. Mm-hmm. But you can't go to your sister and just say like, I've bonded with your child yeah. and I think it's this my is, child. This is, yeah, like she straight up said, this is the piece of us that is missing and the child we lost. Yeah, that's not, no. Mm-mm. You're Delulu. I would nope the fuck out of there. Yep, and I would get a restraining order as the sister. The fact that she wants to call CPS. Yeah, and, is a, and an adoption lawyer. Yeah, no. I mean, luckily they wouldn't do anything with that information. Like if she. If she's calling to get advice, I guess that's one thing. Uh-huh. But if she's calling in a report to just say, like, she's a struggling mom. Yeah. Everyone struggles. If anything, they would check on her and just be like, do you need any resources? Yeah. No? Okay. Yep. Like, they're not going to do it. If anything, she's probably getting her sister more help. It's because, true. Yeah. Thank like. you for that. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Wow. Yeah. I feel like my I would hope whatever CPS worker, if they did take that baby away, I hope they give it to somebody else. Yeah, like not her, not her. No. So, because clearly she's she's insane. She is insane, and I would hope that no other sane, rational person would look at this woman and go, "Yeah, let's give a baby to her." No. Yeah. Like, especially where her family. Like, I'm glad that her family realizes that she is the crazy one here. Yeah. And that hopefully they would like step in and. You're like, no, you can't have that baby. And that just, like, shows to me more that she might need her hormones checked out. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you thinking? Yep. What in the actual <laughs> fuck are you thinking? That blows my uh-huh. mind. Okay. <laughs> well, here's a, a big old switch of topic. Okay, yeah. Uh, this is, I think this is my only Today I Fucked Up Ooh. story. Today I Fucked Up by Changing My Name. Okay. okay. So I have a very weird first name. I like it well enough, but I have spent a good chunk of my life explaining pronunciation and spelling. I had similar problems with my maiden name and considered changing one or both for the sake of simplicity. Enter my husband. (laughs) He has a lovely, easy to spell, very common last name. So when he proposed, I decided to take it, right? Brown. (laughs) I figured, hey, I get a name that's easier to spell and pronounce. Plus, it meant a lot to him, and I thought it would be a nice romantic gesture. And at first, it was. Uh Leading up to our wedding, I was completing my PhD, which like, good for wow, you, yeah. shit, yeah, and working on entering the job market. Once we were married and the name change became official, I began to modify my resume, oh, my CV, and my more general use resume. I don't know what it stands for, but it's basically like a resume, but like more in depth. Okay. Yeah. I was newly married, finishing my dissertation, and getting ready for my career. And now, at least half of my name wouldn't make the hiring coordinator's eyes cross. (laughs) I was excited. Fast forward to a perfectly innocent presentation on job hunting. The presenter suggests the old trick of Googling yourself to check your web presence for any old embarrassing relics from social media. I realized I'd never Googled my name and smiled as I popped open a new search tab on my phone. Imagine my horror as I sat in front of a crowd of my peers and the first thing to pop up was a thumbnail of a woman with two dicks in her mouth. I figured it was a fluke or an advertisement and scrolled hurriedly. But to my growing dismay, I found page after page of porn websites, cam sites, 
and OnlyFans and forums all tied back to my brilliant new name. Oh. Now this presented a long-term problem. Resumes don't genuinely... Oh my god, I can't read today. <laughs> Resumes don't generally include a photo, which I've seen a lot that do nowadays. Yeah, they, a lot of them have recently. Yeah. So, so might as well. Yeah. I had to find a way to convey to potential employers that I was not or that I was an entirely separate person from this taller, admittedly far more attractive woman. <laughs> Jessica, not the chick with dicks, Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine reading that for the first time and just being like, what? I, got- I mean, that's your own business, but... Oh, oh, oh! oh okay, okay. <laughs> <I can't like> <laughs> Oh, man. The world where transgender is much more... Uh, prominent uh-huh. that, could, that could oh I guess that's true yeah. yeah you have to be careful with that yep uh, no dicks involved not the porn the, star not the porn star there you go <laughs> <laughs> um, a great sign off right uh, I definitely did not intend to insist on constantly being called doctor or putting my credentials whenever I put my name Changing my name again would require a whole court proceeding. Goodness knows how much money and another visit to the dreaded social security office. It took me two minutes. Right. I like don't think it was that hard. Like, what, how big is it in your city? Because, right. like... Our social security... You, like, walk in. Yeah. And maybe wait a few minutes. I waited a few minutes because there was someone ahead of me. I walked up and they said, what can I do for you? I said, I got married and I need to change my name. He said, okay. Like, can I have your old... You, like, exchange your documents and yep. that's it. And he was like... And I was like, yeah, I've been married for like three years. And he goes, ah, that's all right. I had a lady who came in. She was, they'd been married for 60 years and her husband had passed away and the insurance wasn't giving her her money. And so, and she had just never changed her name the whole time. He was like, yeah. And the insurance wasn't giving her his life insurance or whatever, because. It shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter because her name was on it. Yeah. Too. But they were like, oh, you don't have the same last name. Fuck that. Mm -hmm. Like I took my husband's last name, but you don't have to. Yeah. You don't have to. But, like, yeah, they were were giving her a whole bunch of runaround because they didn't have the same last name. And so she was like, fine, I'll just change it. So she did. And then they were, like, giving her whatever she needed. I was like, that's fucked up, man. But, like, yeah, no, it's straight up, like, and most of that was just him typing and just like, okay, yeah, and yeah, this story. And I was like, wow, holy crap. And he was like, yep, okay, there you go. That'll get mailed to you soon. And I was like, thanks. It's not that hard. Like, I was stressing about it. That's why it took me three years to do it. Like, it's not hard. It's not that hard. No. Like, I don't know. It was so easy either. to do. But she doesn't want to do that. So. <laughs> maybe it's worse in bigger cities. I don't know. Like, I would imagine it probably could be. I don't, yeah, maybe maybe the uh, Social Security office is a nightmare in big cities. Anyway. <laughs> in addition to employment, though, I had a more immediate familial issue. Oh. My husband is Catholic, but he has an earthly sense of humor. Earthy. Earthy? Sense of, dirty? earthy sense of humor okay and would laugh this off his family though they're kind pious and a little sheltered they are also very proud in-laws who have googled me every time i have appeared in the completely boring campus newspaper i knew they would understand but i had to either allow them to stumble blindly into a literal hurricane of dicks (laughs) and pregnancy fetish material or warn them as kindly as i could needless to say our next visit was profoundly awkward (laughs) Now I insist on using my middle initial in professional settings. There you go. I'm rather particular about it. My students have been kind enough to comply, though sometimes one or two giggles when I show up on the first day. More troubling, I also get the occasional disappointed look. (laughs) That's all. Alrighty. Yeah. I thought that one was pretty silly. I just Googled myself, and um, there's a lot of me. Yeah? Yeah. Whoa, that's actually me. That is actually me right there. Yeah. How the fuck did they get this? The internet knows all. Seriously, why do they know this? 
The poor lady, though. I'm glad that she started using the middle initial. Cause, right. Because uh, dicks. Yeah. Because yeah. dicks. I'm pregnancy fetish. Well, I mean, teach their own. But and, like, yeah, do what you want, but but not for me. Uh, no, no. This is coming from the werewolf chick, so like, that's, you know. <laughs> yep. I'm just kidding. I wouldn't actually bang a werewolf. I don't think I would. Like, that's, that's all. I don't know. If it's Hugh Jackman. <laughs> I don't know. If it's Hugh Jackman's werewolf. What if they're not in like, werewolf form? That'd be a little different. Yeah. I'd probably bang What if they're like, in the werewolf form? <laughs> <laughs> I think it like, depends on what kind of werewolf they are. Yeah, too. exactly. Because, like, 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 if it's Lupin from Harry Potter. Uh-uh, no, no, no. Uh-uh. no, no. It's Lupin, yes. Werewolf, no. Like, <laughs> exactly. But, like, if it is Hugh Jackman's from Van Helsing. Right. Hell the fuck, yes. <laughs> like that, I'd bang that wolf. Like <laughs> There you go. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> my turn. Kate. <laughs> Am I the asshole for telling my sister's friend I'm married after being widowed for 20 years? Oh, okay. I lost my wife, Lana, 20 years ago after the birth of our son. Lana and I were childhood sweethearts who saw ourselves growing old together. She was my everything. But during her pregnancy, they discovered she had cancer. And because she was already terminal, she dedicated the final months of her life to give birth to a healthy son and make sure he and I would be okay. She died hours after he was born. (laughs) Zach just (laughs) You stop talking about sexy werewolves. (laughs) Stop listening to our conversations. He's probably out there playing this game. If you're not going to listen to the podcast, you don't get to listen to the conversations. <laughs> he just doesn't like podcasts. Like he's, I, I struggle with podcasts still, and like you don't even listen to our podcast. You too. Most of the time, mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. If well, the problem is, it's if the ones I've talked about, like I, I struggle. Yeah, but sometimes I'll just be at work and I'll pull up the podcast and like just like turn it on and like mute it and let it run. <laughs> Yeah, you mute it. Yeah. You don't listen well, to it. Well, because I'm at work. Yeah. But it's only the ones that I do. Mm-hmm. So, like, anyway, not the point. Um, do you listen to ours? Yes. Really? Multiple, I When I leave your house, I pull up the Google Drive and listen to it on the way home. Really? Yes. I'm weird. You're adorable. I listen so, to it multiple times. He said, all I heard was Van Helsing and I knew. <laughs> <laughs> He's not dumb. Oh, man. Okay. Back to the sad. Um, (laughs) Let's see. She died hours after he was born. The pregnancy was, as well as the delivery, a C-section, weakened her significantly, only living long enough to get one photo with him. It was such a painful time, and I always knew I would consider myself married until I passed away as well. This was difficult for my family to understand. I was 26. They felt like I was young enough to bounce back fast and remarry and continue life with a new family and new love. I don't know about bounce back fast, but 26 is pretty young to be like, never again. But I'm like, when I was 26, I probably would have been like, never again. Because like, I was married to Zach then. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then it's not to say that, you know, you mm-hmm. shouldn't discredit the marriage or whatever, mm-hmm. but, like... I know, I'm like, if people want to get married again... find somebody. Yeah, yeah, if people want to get married again, that's totally, absolutely the prerogative. Go right mm-hmm. ahead. I probably wouldn't be able to. Maybe go on a couple of dates, but I don't think I could. Like, mm-hmm. I don't... I really don't think I could. Like, I would just be sad. Yeah. All, like, too much. Like, everything would just be like, well, you're not him. True. So, like, you know... And I would, I would feel like I'd be that person that was constantly comparing my whoever's new True. to Zach. And, like, it would just be, like, I, I would not be a good partner. Because I would be like, well, he didn't do this. Or he didn't do that. Or he does this. And we, you yeah. know, like. That would just, be hard. Yeah. So, I don't think I could. Probably because I would just be a bitch the whole time. So, 
Yes. Well, you're going to be a witch on the East Coast, so it doesn't matter. I don't know if I want to go East Coast, though. I don't want to live by those people. West Coast is pretty great. I don't, I don't know. Where the hell are you going to live, then? You the mountains. Like, you're going to be like a cottagecore witch? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. My little farmstead and stuff. Yeah. Okay. That's I'm going to be one of them witches. So. Someone has to stumble upon you in the woods? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to get wrecked. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to be, what are you doing on my porch? They're like, you're like 34. <laughs> <laughs> like just <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um, let's see. Continue a new life, family, a new love. Um, but that never held any interest for me. I had, or I have never taken off my wedding ring. I have always been asked out, or I have been asked out over the years, and I always say no. And if pushed, that I am married. And people rarely ask questions. Over the years, my family have introduced me to women who they think could be the one to change my mind. It is something we have disagreed over. They even asked my son if he wouldn't like a new mommy when he was little, and it resulted in no contact for a while. Yeah. They eventually apologized. I can see them being like, you know, I just want you to be happy, and Mm -hmm. there is this girl that I think you would get along with really well. Yeah. You don't go to the child. No. Fuck you. Don't you want a new mommy? Fuck Fuck off. Yep. Uh Uh-uh. Like, leave the fucking kids out of it. It'd be different if the kid came to you and was like, Daddy, I want a new mommy. Like, that'd be different. Uh, My sister and her husband celebrated 30 years of marriage last month, and they threw a party with family and friends. My sister invited a friend of hers along who I had never met. She started talking to me during the party and mentioned that her sister said that we would be perfect for each other and how she was excited for us to spend more time together after the party. Mm. I asked her what she meant by that, and she said we were going out for dinner, just the two of us, right after. I told her that I had never agreed to that, and then I told her that I was married. She got the idea that I was divorced. Mm. I told her that my wife had passed away many years ago, but I consider myself still married. She was shocked, and afterwards, my sister was angry at me. She told me I had made her out to be a liar, and her friend was hurt that she tried to set her up with someone who was so hung up on someone else. I told her I had made it perfectly clear I would not be dating, that she was the one who gave her friend the impression I wanted to date. Yep. She told me telling people I'm married when I'm not anymore is wrong, that it pushes people away and gives them the wrong idea. I left early because she was not willing to let it go. Afterwards, my brother-in-law said my sister meant well, and I have to understand where the concerns come from, because even though I found my own happiness, it's not the way my family wanted me to. It's none of your goddamn business. And they worry even more now that my son's in college. This man was... This is like 20 years later? Yeah. This man was fighting for his life in the comments. Everybody was like, well, they just want you to be happy. Wouldn't your wife want you to be happy? Wouldn't your wife Maybe want I you to marry fucking him? happy. Yeah, and he stated multiple times, I went through and read a bunch of the comments and stuff. He said that when his wife was sick and they were talking about what he should do afterwards, she said she wouldn't like him to date anyone else, but would be okay if he did. She just wouldn't like it. Yeah. You know, and like... Makes yeah, sense. Makes sense. I wouldn't want Zach to date anybody else, but like if he's gonna, he's gonna. But yeah. like, you know. I think if I was like, on, my, on my deathbed, though, yeah. I wouldn't say, I don't know. I think I would just be like, I think it was like over, happy, like while like, they, while she was pregnant, they were probably talking about Because I mean, she was terminal. Like, yeah. of course, you're gonna talk about, like, well, what about our son in the future and everything, you know? Yeah. Like, but I just. He was fighting for his life. Everybody was like, oh my gosh, why have you not gotten remarried? Why haven't you done this? Why haven't you me, 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 me? And he's like, because I don't want to. And they're like, you need therapy. You need to go to therapy. You need therapy because of this. And he's like, I have been to therapy. And this was my decision. And my therapist is like, as long as you're happy and like living a normal, successful, healthy life, 
Bottom line, he's unavailable. Yeah. It doesn't matter yeah. what the stipulations of that are. Yep. So why do you care? That's stupid. Right? For his family to continuously push and to say, oh, he's divorced? Yeah. No. Fuck off. Mm-hmm. I hate when people, like, are talking about, like, a, a dead spouse and they say ex. Mm-hmm. That's not my ex. That's no. my late. Yes. There's a difference. There's a difference. Yeah. Ex like means I like, cut them out of my so life. so obsessed with his ex. Like, no, that's his wife in an urn, you yeah. bitch. Like, what are you talking yeah, about? That is my dead wife yeah. that you're talking about. I will fucking fight you. Like, yeah. it drives me insane. He still has his old wedding picture up. Like, yeah. Okay. He's gonna. Yeah. And I will keep it there. Yeah. I will come out to wherever that house is and fucking slap you anytime you try yep. to touch it. I don't even know who this man is. And I'll you fucking don't like fight it, you. You can leave. Yeah. You don't Fuck have to be off. here. Ooh, it makes me so mad. Like, yeah. I'm just saying, if you're getting into a relationship with somebody, okay, that has a deceased spouse, you need to understand that that you would not be with the person you're with right now mm-hmm. if that person wasn't deceased. I guarantee you. Mm-hmm. Guarantee you. Like, <laughs> or even when like they did get divorced and their ex passes away, mm-hmm. like. People are like, and he wanted to go to the funeral. I'm like, yeah. that could be the mother of his children. Yep. That could have been his life, his partner for yep. like 20 years or yep. 10 years or yep. whatever. Like, And maybe you guys just decided like it just didn't work out or whatever. And yeah. like, I just, I hate that. Oh, yeah. I hate it so much. This is still a person that you loved at one point in your life. You know, I hate that. Yeah. I hate it so much. Makes me mad. <laughs> anyway, I, I read this one earlier that was an Am I the Asshole? But, like, I didn't think it would be a very good one and stuff. But it was talking about how the dad, or, like, he's he's the poster. And his daughter's mother had dated sh- briefly, mm-hmm. never married. She got pregnant, and they just decided to just co-parent. And they said they're now best friends, mm-hmm. right? They have their daughter together. Both of them got married to other people. And these other people were fully aware, like, oh, you guys were dating just for a short time. Like, you're not even, yeah. y- you weren't even considering marriage or whatever. You just found out you were pregnant. And, like, yeah. you know. And they were like, that's cool. Additional kid. Mm-hmm. Great. So, and he talked a few times about how he's like, my wife's husband and my wife are, like, just extra parents for her. They're like, we love her More people so to love much. them. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And like, and he's like, and my wife and I, or my, my, um, my daughter's mother and I co-parent wonderfully. We are the best of friends. And I'm like, that's great. Mm-hmm. That's so fucking great. Why can't it be like that for everybody? I know that some people divorce on horrible reasons or whatnot, but yeah. like, yeah. Like I tell Tony all the time, like if we ever get divorced, mm-hmm. you would have, ha- you have to be like the most terrible person like it would have had to been the worst reason for us to get divorced mm-hmm. for me to like withhold adam from you yeah like i'm i couldn't do that no especially like, for adam yeah like, that's his dad that's his dad yeah. yeah i just there are definitely horrible spouses out there i know quite a few yeah. of them that don't deserve to be the parents oh, yeah. that they are and they just like suck and it's just like why can't why can't you be that person mm-hmm why can't you just be that, well, you know what? Yeah, you know, it didn't work out between us, but that doesn't mean that we shouldn't be worried about our kids. Yeah. And that's what we should be discussing. Or at least just be personable enough mm-hmm. that when you have to work together, yep. you can work together and be done. Yep. Like, you can go to the same soccer game and yep. just sit there and be there for your kid. Not for each other. Yeah. Fuck each other. Yeah. But don't fuck each other. <laughs> yeah. But you're there for your kid. You're there for your kid. Yep. Yeah. It drives me insane. Like, if you two want to sit there and pretend that you are adults, then this is how you need to live your life. Yep. If you, I just, if you are adult enough to do an action that would bring a kid into the world, yeah. then you need to be adult enough to 
show up to their fucking kindergarten yeah. graduation, their high school graduation, yeah. their soccer games. Yeah. Animosity and drama. And, yep. Yeah. Because then to me, you are nothing but a child. Mm-hmm. And really shouldn't have anything that you have in your life. Because you clearly are not adult enough to, to live that way. Yeah. So. Or freaking go to some counseling. Because yep. you need some emotional maturity in yep. your life. Because you fucking suck. Yeah. So. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you're good. Okay. Um, so this one is from the Two Hot Takes Reddit. Which okay. I had never seen before. Mm-hmm. So these were just like suggested to me. Okay. So this one's not like funny or anything (laughs) it's someone reached out to me and told me that my husband had abused his ex okay okay i feel bad because like the other ones were like fun discussion things and now this is gonna be like rough it's okay um let's see for a little backstory my husband husband andrew 31 male and i 30 female have been married for six years and we have twin kids uh two five-year-olds boy and girl Mm -hmm. andrew has been an amazing husband and father He's never raised his voice at me. He contribute contributes a lot to the household chores, spends a great amount of time with the kids, and is still romantic to this day. Flowers several times a week. Oh shit, that's expensive. Right? What how how much money are you making, bro? Like. <laughs> Surprise dates, etc. I've never had reason to to suspect that he has so much as disrespected or mistreated any woman. About two weeks ago, I received a DM on Instagram from someone who told me that my husband had abused her best friend and that I am a terrible person for even being associated with a woman beater. All of that was shocking news to me. So I replied back with, what are you talking about? And I never received a reply back. So I just assumed it was someone with a private page playing a prank on me. Unfortunately, I could not get that message out of my head. I spent the past two weeks trying to push it away, but to no avail. So about four days ago, I decided to confront Andrew about it. I showed him the message and asked him if he was hiding something from me. He replied, no. That's just some crazy lady talking nonsense. But for one second, I saw his face change when I showed him the message. So I asked him again. I told him that I just want him to be honest and I won't be mad at him if he just tells me the truth. He again denied it and said, I'm just being paranoid and crazy. Mm-hmm. Which, first of all... Mm-hmm. So I told him that I'll leave him if he doesn't tell me the entire truth, because I've known him long enough to deduce when he's lying and when he's telling the truth. Eventually, he admitted everything, that he did harm a woman, but he was stressed. He was a stressed out teenager back then, and it was only one time. When my husband was 19, he was dating this 19-year-old girl. She got pregnant from him, and at first he was enthusiastically excited about becoming a father. However, when she was four months pregnant, he didn't want to be a dad anymore, so he attempted to persuade his then-girlfriend to get an abortion. She refused and told him that he won't have to be in the child's life at all, and he can simply sign away his parental rights. He didn't care, and when she continued to refuse, he beat her by repeatedly punching and kicking her in the stomach. He beat her so bad that she ended up in a week-long coma in the hospital and lost the baby. She never charged him, which, quote, he's glad for... But her brother did come to deal with him. Whatever that means. Andrew said that he did make a huge mistake at the time, and he deeply regrets it. But he also didn't think it was a big enough deal as he was young and not in control of his actions. So it doesn't count. Uh, That does count. (laughs) And I shouldn't act so dramatic about it. Now, no matter how hard I try, I can't look past or I can't look at him the same way. He's been extra caring and loving these past four days. I bet he fucking Mm -hmm. has. But whenever I look at him, I just see a man who was capable of beating a woman to near death. I don't know what to do. Maybe I am being too too dramatic about this, and I should just accept that he's a changed man? 
I asked my sister about this, and she said that she wouldn't stay with a man who was an abuser. So what do you think about that fun story? (sighs) That's so hard, because I'm very much of the belief of, like, people can change if they feel bad enough about it. Like, that's, you know, like... Um, I, I don't know. I guess I'm the type of person that always thinks what's a cheater, always a cheater kind of yeah. thing, too. But, like, <laughs> you know, yeah. but, well, I guess, I don't know. I could, I suppose I could forgive a one-time cheat. You told me immediately you're going to therapy. Like, just, you know, like, you're, you're clearly showing that you're moving towards. Like, that, yeah. yeah. Like, repercussions have to happen. Actions are being taken. It's not a, oh, I was cheating on you for, like, six months and you found out about sorry. it. So now I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, no. That's totally different. Yeah. I, I could forgive something like that if I was seeing true change taking yeah. place, you know? Something like that, he may be a good father now because he feels so guilty for what he did before, but I would have to, like, if she wanted to stay with him, I would have to insist that they go to therapy, mm-hmm. that he would have to start, like, showing remorse for what he did yeah. kind of a thing. Because, like, what at what point would he get that way with you that's exactly so like, like yeah maybe like, you've just never made him mad maybe things have been happy and he has been romantic with you but mm-hmm. what if but what if there yeah. would always be a what if in my head mm-hmm. or like what if the kid is 12 mm-hmm. and does something to set dad off yep. or like and the fact like the sticky part to me is that he didn't just own up to it yeah like you he, confronted him with it and mm-hmm. he said twice you're crazy no that's not right you're crazy yeah stop being so dramatic about it mm-hmm. like to me that's totally different he's clearly not resor- remorseful in any way if he was like i didn't want to tell you because i was afraid of this yeah. but like i'm going to tell you everything that happened like, like i did do this but i went to anger management mm-hmm. or i stopped person. drinking like, yeah. or I, whatever it is you know yeah. like I did A, B, and C to become a better person. Mm-hmm. Than and then maybe. I met you, and now I'm trying to live my life to be, like, yeah. that person that I should have been for her mm-hmm. kind of thing. But, like, he's... Mm. But yeah, the whole, I'm 19, and I was a child, and yeah. my actions don't count. Yeah. No. I, I, I wasn't in... Maybe you might not have been in control of yourself, because I get those. Yeah. Like, I get those, like, yeah, the acts of passion and whatnot, okay? But... You're still making conscious you're choices, You're still making though. conscious choices. Yeah. Like... I'm surprised the state didn't try to pursue that. Right. Instead of just her, like, saying like, that she, oh, was she didn't press charges. She was in the fucking hospital yeah. in a coma. Yep. The ah. family, the family literally could have called and pressed charges instead oh, yeah. of her. Like. Yeah. I, she was probably scared of him, actually. She was probably afraid what else he would do. True. So. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. Um, okay. So. Am I the asshole? Mm-hmm. For telling my sister that I need to see proof of the gift she's giving my daughter. Okay. I, 38 male, have a daughter, Daniela, who is turning 12 next week. Over the past few years, my sister, Chloe, 32 female, has made grand promises on Daniela, or for Daniela on her birthday, and then falls through. Mm-hmm. The first came when Daniela was nine, and Chloe promised to take her to her first Broadway show. Oh, fun. I checked with Chloe a couple of times that she could actually afford it, actually wanted to take a nine-year-old to the city. We live about an hour away. Mm. Uh, etc. Chloe promised up and down it was all good. Then, two days before the show, she had plans, or she said plans changed, and she sold the tickets. Aww. Daniela was naturally devastated, but Chloe tried to make up, uh, make it up to her by taking her out to dinner the following week. For Daniela's tenth and eleventh birthdays, a similar thing happened. The tenth, Chloe put on put an IOU in the card and basically told Daniela she would cash it out or she could cash it out for one of a few activities. 
Daniela would text Chloe throughout the year, asking when they could do it, but Chloe always had an excuse. Eventually, the year ended with nothing being done. Daniela said that she didn't care about not getting a gift, but it was disappointing to be promised something, then have it taken away. She actually talked to Chloe about it, and Chloe apologized. The 11th birthday was the worst example, in my opinion. Chloe promised she would take her to a, or take her the following weekend to an amusement park that Daniela really wanted to go to. Disneyland. Probably. <laughs> Daniela was so excited, but Chloe continued canceling on her until the amusement park closed for the season. Oh, never mind. That's very... Maybe like Cedar Point. Mm. Um, It should be noted that these things Chloe promises is stuff out of my budget most of the time. I did end up doing two of the activities that were on the IOU, but things like Broadway show as well as the amusement park tickets were not something I could afford. I did save up to bring Daniela this summer and she had a ton of fun, but I know it's disappointing for her last year. Chloe apologized, but Daniela was less receptive to it last year. to at that time. This year, Chloe told me that she wanted to take Daniela to New York overnight to see a show. Mm-hmm. I asked for proof that this was booked. Chloe said that she would do it um, once she figured out a time they could go. I said no, no more of this. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have a, she doesn't have to give Daniela anything at all. But if she does, it needs to be something planned and something she doesn't intend to get to back out of. No more IOUs. If she wants to gift these things, they need to be booked and non-refundable so I can see that she isn't going to back out. Mm-hmm. Chloe promised this time would be different. I said, okay, then do as I asked. Prove it. Yeah. Chloe said I was being unfair and holding the past against her. She also said I couldn't control what she gives my daughter for her birthday. Some members of our family have backed her up, saying Chloe is harmless and Daniela needs to understand sometimes things don't work out. Every year for her birthday? I pointed out my daughter knows that lesson very well as she lost her mom young and oh. only consists or and the only consistent woman figure she has is her aunt keeps letting her down. Oh, that right. makes it way worse. And I'm like whoever is like no, she's just doing the best she she shouldn't be offering anything no. then. She shouldn't be offering anything. Take her out to dinner. Mm-hmm. Have that be your annual thing. Oh yeah. Or have a Let's girls' night. Let's go to the mall or... and get our nails done or yeah. something. Like not these big extravagant things oh, yeah. and then have you f- like <sighs> selling the tickets being like oh I had to cancel and sell them like yeah. for some reason that hits worse like mm-hmm. you had them and that's if she I had doubt them she did, I doubt yeah. she did too but like hearing like oh I had them but I had to cancel our trip sorry I and sold them and I had to them. sell them sorry like yeah, yeah that, that would suck as mm-hmm. a nine year old yep girls who are nine and ten their emotions are big yep like you can't do that to you them. can't do that Mm. I respect the dad for doing what he did mm-hmm. and the fact that she's like you can't tell me what to do and I don't have to do that and you're just holding this against me that just shows me that you're not doing this exactly instead of being like alright I'll go book it this weekend after I get paid and mm-hmm. I will send you the thing or exactly. whatever like, and, and if she is like if she's struggling to do all these things why are you promising shit yeah, don't do it don't do it no. like or if it's something that you genuinely want to do you genuinely want to take her Maybe start saving up for it. Yeah. You take that $10 from every paycheck and put it in a mm-hmm. fucking bucket. I don't care. Yep. Like. Make the IOU yeah. actually something. Yep. Like. Like, hey, so I can't afford to take you in the next couple of years, but I'm going to start saving up. And hopefully by the time you're 16, we'll go see a Broadway show together. Yeah. Like. Not like, hey, we're going to go do this. Psych. Yep. 
Yeah. No, because she's going to remember that forever. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not the best aunt in the world. I'm really not. I'm really bad really? at birthdays and stuff. Yeah. But like, I would never promise my nieces, I'm going to take you somewhere extravagant. Right. And then not do it. Yeah. Or my nephews or whatever. Like, I would not be promising right. shit like that. Yeah, you can't be like, we're going to Disneyland for your birthday. Right. Sorry. Just Sorry, kidding. we're not going to. You know how much of a letdown that is for a nine-year-old? Yeah. <laughs> Let alone doing it every year for the last, like, four years. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's see. <laughs> a lot of mine are more, like, sad discussions. That's yeah, okay. Than, I like, like discussions. Fun times. Discussions are fun. Sometimes we, like, serious on this show. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> okay, this... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Dang it. I wish I had more fun things to talk you're about. Okay. Sometimes, like, when you're in the, like, you're, like, reading over these, you're like, yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yes. This is the one. Like. That's how I felt. Yeah. This one. Um, <laughs> doesn't really have. It's not. It's uh, a twisty doodle. Okay. Okay. I like twisty doodles. Okay. <laughs> the title is. I, 26 female, caught my 34 male husband texting a minor. I'm on an eight-hour road trip with him, and I don't know what to do. Okay. 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 I'm absolutely shaking right now. (laughs) My husband and I have known, have known three years. Have known three years. Okay. Have known each other three years and have gotten, they must not speak English, and have gotten married six months ago. Okay. He's perfect in everything I could ask for. Hmm. Mm. These past years, I thought I had been living the dream, but now everything has fallen apart. Two hours into our road trip, my husband decided to take a stop at a gas station and get us some snacks. I stayed inside the car and was waiting for him until I noticed he got a notification from Instagram. This surprised me because he was always adamant on never wanting to get Instagram. I opened up his phone and decided to check what it was, which... Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm very much of the opinion of, like, if you have nothing to hide. I mean, like, that's fair. But mm-hmm. I also don't feel like you should be invading their privacy regardless. Mm-hmm. Like, I, yeah, I'm, I like, I probably wouldn't go, like, snooping yeah. through a phone. But if I saw a notification pop up on Zach's phone, I'd probably be like, hmm, so-and-so said, like, sent you a text message or whatever, you know? Like, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, if you have nothing to hide, you shouldn't be panicking that somebody's look, like glancing at your phone True. or whatever like i don't know i'm of that opinion yeah but i'm like i'm like if you're like to the point where you're super sus about it if I you're snooping there's a reason you're snooping yeah yeah so okay so she checked what it was upon okay. opening it i found messages with a teenage girl i only saw a couple of them but they consisted of i love you i can't wait to see you again <laughs> again and, and him sliding on her stories saying that she looks beautiful I clicked on her profile, and it was obvious she was a teenager, somewhere around 14 to 16. The fact he was cheating on me didn't even register in my brain, and it was more the fact that he was texting these things to someone underage. I did not have the chance to look further because he came back within 10 minutes. I don't know what to do. I'm terrified, betrayed, and disgusted. I'm stuck with him for six more hours, and he's noticing that I'm acting weird. I don't want to confront him on the road, and I feel like these hours are driving me crazy. I need to vent and I need some support or something. Update. Oh, that was the end of the first post. What? Yeah. So she ended up falling asleep in the car saying that she felt sick. We are heading to my parents' house and I really wanted to be with them. However, 45 minutes in, my husband woke me up and told me he found a nearby hotel for us to stay in. He said he was worried about me and wanted me to rest in a real bed, and he bought medicine for me, which I'm just like, yeah, dude, dick. <laughs> At this point, I was freaking out because I know I 
because I was in an unfamiliar area and he was being, being extra clingy. Once we got in the room and we laid down, he kept cuddling me and giving me kisses. It made me feel sick, so I left to go to the bathroom. I stayed in the bathroom for about an hour. I scrolled through everyone's comments and kept pacing myself about what to do. I knew my husband was growing concerned because he kept checking on me. After I left the bathroom, he looked so worried and I just needed to let everything out. I know the number one advice given was not to confront him, and I know it probably was a horrible move, but I couldn't take it. I told him I found his messages on Instagram. He immediately started apologizing and saying he wanted to tell me sooner, but he couldn't find the time. He was apologizing, but not as intensely as I thought he would have done. So I confronted him about that and said, what a lousy apology coming from a pedophile. Oh, oh shit. He immediately went silent. It was probably silent for about six minutes when he broke it and asked what I was referring to. I told him and he looked so hurt. He took a deep breath and explained everything. He said the person I looked through his messages with was his 15 year old daughter, Sarah. He explained that she reached out to him a year ago on Facebook and ever since then he was trying to connect with her. He said within six months, he confirmed he was the father, met up with her a bunch of times and truly formed a strong connection with her. However, six months ago we got married and he didn't want to stress me out with that news as well as his daughter not being ready to face others he also explained that when he was 18 he had an on and off relationship with sarah's mom when one day she just up and ghosted him forever according to sarah her mom is also strict which is why the message on instagram why they message on instagram to avoid her mom finding out right now my mind was spiraling and i knew he knew that he then placed his phone into my hand and let me scroll further Upon scrolling, I found him referring to her referring to him as dad, and she sending him a happy Father's Day a while back as well. Oh. He even said he would um, he would do another DNA test to prove it to me. I immediately felt guilty. I felt guilty that my immediate mind took innocent texts and turned them inappropriate, and I felt guilty that I saw my husband in that way. I kept apologizing to him I about the accusation. Though. Right? Yeah. What are you going to think? Yeah. <laughs> But one of the top comments on the first post was like, please tell me it's his daughter. Yeah. I don't want to think otherwise. Oh right? <laughs> oh. Um, let's see. I kept apologizing, but my husband just apologized and said he understood my point of view and told me it wasn't my fault. Oh. I kept trying to tell him I was sorry, and he kept saying it was okay. I can see the look in his eyes, though, and I can see how hurt he really is. He said we both should just get some sleep and talk more later. To be honest, I can't fall asleep. I was just disgusted with myself. And this whole secret daughter doesn't bother me so much, but I understand the situation and I'm happy for my husband because he wants kids desperately, but we decided to wait two years to grow our marriage. I feel as if right now I flushed everything down the drain and I have no clue how to make things better. There Seems like he's fine. Yeah. I, I bet. Well, because, like, no one wants to be accused of that. No. You know? And especially if he could go... Like, or I'm sure he thinks, you think I could do that? Right. You think I could be that person? That's the biggest, yeah. You know? Like, I'm sure the hurt look on his face was just, like, he probably felt stabbed yeah. in the heart. That, that should be a couple sessions of couples counseling, yeah. I think. Just to even talk through everything. Yeah. And, like, make sure you're good. Mm-hmm. But. Because I, th- cause I definitely think a couples counselor could be like, well, hold on, hold on. What did you mean by this? You know, like, like let's go back a little bit. Like, let's, you know. Yeah. And so, because, like. 
that I, I just feel like a couple of sessions of somebody sitting there and being like, hey, let me help you guys communicate properly. Yeah. Could definitely help. Yeah. And especially because I'm sure they'll be okay. I really hope they'll be okay. But like, well, I'm like, at least he's not talking to a teenager. Yeah. But now he has a teenager. Yeah. And, like, he was hiding it from you, but, like... But, uh, but yeah, how do you tell that to your wife of six months? Hey, I actually have a daughter I didn't know I had. Right, like, right as like, they're getting married yeah. is when he found all this out, too. Like, yeah. that's a lot happening at one time. Oh, yeah. But... <laughs> you get a little teary-eyed? <laughs> no, my eyes are watering. Um, sure. It's blanket. Oh, sorry. It's your kid. <laughs> my kid. It's okay. Um, I've actually been watering all day. That's why I'm not wearing mascara. Mm-hmm. I've been... Allergies. Um... Oh, that hurts me though. <laughs> when you said that, I was it like, had that ending. Though. Yeah, yeah, but oh, I hope they're okay. Where right. did they post that? Do, do, do. But I hope he realizes that, like, of course that looks bad. Seven like, days ago was oh, the update. I hope they're okay. Ah, that hurts me. I feel like I'm going to have to go stalk that. <laughs> like, <laughs> the first comment says, time for counseling. This is going to be a lot. Yeah. I hope I think that's something they could work through though. Like that's I think that's something they could work through. Yeah. So Yeah. Okay. Am I the asshole for selling some pups I rescued? Okay. I saw a dog by the side of the road on my way home for about a week. I stopped one day to see if it was okay. She was a big healthy Rottweiler cross. I managed to get her into my truck and took her home. It was a very uh, it was a very busy street where I got her and I didn't want her running into traffic or anything. I put up signs for a lost dog and went on a few different Facebook groups. After a week of no success, I called the local volunteer shelter to see about dropping her off. They said they were full and asked if she could stay with me. She was a good dog and I had and I had her out on my old dog run. So I decided just to keep her. I got her a new collar and started walking her with my old dog. He was a fart and just laid around except for walkies. <laughs> He died after about a week. Aww. It was like he was waiting for me, or waiting to see I would be taken care of by a new pup if he left. <laughs> she started getting fat. Turns out she was pregnant. They're always pregnant. Took her to the vet. Puppy's incoming. One new dog is okay, but seven, not so much. No. After the puppies were born, I made sure they went to the vet and got taken care of. They got dewormed, got their first set of shots. I paid for everything. My sister was at my house and saw all the puppies and asked if she could have one. I said yes and told her how much for one. It was enough to cover the vet bill for that puppy and part of mama's bill or mama's bill and food. She said I was being ridiculous to try and sell mutts and that no one would buy them. She said that she would take one after I found out for myself. <laughs> I put out an ad for the pups with pictures. I added a few dollars each for a bag of food uh, the vet recommended and a collar. I literally made no profit. All I got out of the whole deal was a new dog and one puppy. All five pups got their forever homes in less than a week, and when they were weaned and ready to go, I gave them to their new families. My sister came over again and saw all the dogs were gone except for Mama Cass and her pup, (sighs) Dingle Nuts. (laughs) (laughs) She had picked out a little girl for herself, so she was upset that I had saved a boy instead. I said she was crazy because that was my dog. Yeah. She said that I, or I said that I sold all the pups in a week and that they were all with their families. She said I was an asshole for not saving one for her and that she would have paid me for her. Oh, really? I reminded her that she had the opportunity to get one and she turned it down. She is still mad, but I think that pup is probably better off where she is. Yeah. (laughs) 
fuck you, girl. Right? And a lot of people were like, fuck her. Like, but... Yeah, no, yeah. you had every opportunity. Like you had every opportunity. I don't know. I just like that one because it was about puppies. Yeah. So Mama Cass is such Mama a cute Cass name. Mama Cass is such a cute I love name. That. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. This is another two hot takes. Okay. This one is called, Am I in the Wrong? She's Pregnant. It's Not Mine. Okay. okay. A month ago, I, 49 male, mm-hmm. amicably separated from my girlfriend, 45 female, of nine months. We left on good terms for reasons that aren't important. They never are. Uh But I was starting to think I could someday have a family with her. Okay. Yesterday, I was scrolling through Instagram, and I saw her story where she was clearly pregnant. I was stunned, but I couldn't help but be excited. The dates match up in a way that it could only have been my kid. (laughs) Being a father has always been a dream of mine, but I thought that ship had sailed with her. It's not like I was trying to get back together, but I had to take responsibility and reach out. She said she wanted to meet up before we could discuss this further. We met for a coffee, and at this point, I was a little excited about fatherhood and hopefully rekindling rekindling our relationship. I said I was confused about the situation, but still thrilled. And she stopped me and said, the child isn't mine. At this point, I was seeing red because there was no way the child wasn't conceived during our relationship. I had always stayed loyal to her, and when we parted, I had no idea she could have ever cheated on me. She could tell I was getting angry about this and hastily corrected me that she hadn't cheated, even before I said anything. When I asked how this Virgin Mary situation was happening, she told me that she went to a sperm clinic during our relationship because she wanted to be a mother. I had never known either of these things about her and still still feel betrayed about this. Is and this Michael Scott? <laughs> so many of the comments said the same thing. So many. So I don't know if it's real yeah. or not, but it's funny. Snip, snap, snip, snap. Literally, all of them. There's like so many of those comments. <laughs> Um, I must admit my emotions got the best of me and I raised my voice to her why she would do this. Okay. I'm baffled. We had discussed our future a little and this never came up. Possibly even after she went to the clinic. In the heat of the moment, we both said things we regret and she told me she could feel her time to have kids running out and she didn't want to waste her chance on me. Oh. The reason she did this is she had always known she wanted to be a mother, but I guess she didn't want me to be part of it. I can't believe that while we were dating, she would rather have a kid with some some random stranger than her committed, loyal boyfriend. Yeah, Jan. (laughs) I lost my composure, and people at the coffee shop were visibly uncomfortable with our argument. She told me she had enough of my shit and left. I feel like the act of going behind my back is far graver than anything I ever said to her. So, Reddit, am I the asshole for being betrayed when my girlfriend had a kid with someone else? Um... Maybe, I would say an asshole maybe for yelling at her, but, like... The way you handled it, mm-hmm. yeah, but you should be upset. You should be upset. The fact that she went and got pregnant... She couldn't just be like, look, this isn't going to work out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to end things, and then yeah. go to a sperm donor? Not while you're with somebody? Mm-hmm. Without That's talking to up. them about it? Yeah. That's fucked up. She's yeah. a bitch. Yeah. Like <laughs> That's terrible. Right? Yeah. And to be like, well, I want to be a mom, but not with you. Why are you with them? Why are you even dating them? Then? Right? Why were you dating them at any point? No. Like, no. I mean, I guess you don't know a person really unless you date him for a little bit. But like, but also, it was only nine months. Yeah. 
Like, how, why are you, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like you can get to know a person fairly well in nine months, but, like, not, I don't know, like, not, like, here's the thing. I would say if you've dated somebody for nine months, you would know if you don't want to be with them. True. I would say if you've dated somebody for nine months, you shouldn't be like, oh, we have to get married. Like, I would say you don't know a person well enough to get married, but I would say by that point, you would know that you don't want to be with them. I just want to know what these other things are that make them break up. Exactly. Because you were so, you were thinking about having a future with them. But. And all these things. But we broke up amicably. 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 So what was it? Amicably. Like, it's. But just, I wanted to have a future with hers. Yeah. I definitely thought about it, but then we yeah. ended things. <laughs> what? Okay. Weird. Yeah. You probably dodged a bullet there. So. Probably. Yeah. Like, both of you probably. True. Like, just... True. If you're gonna... If you, as a woman, are gonna go and do that without breaking up with a person first, you're kind of a bitch. Yeah. Whatever the fuck you did, sir. Like, it's just... You know? Yeah. I don't I wanna s- know what those things are. Michael fucking Scott, though. Yeah. Like, this has, like, this has to be, like... <laughs> A troll post. I hope so. Right. You know what would be a fun episode mm-hmm. is if we created our own "Am I the Assholes" from like movies and stuff, That'd and then be we had to fun. try to like guess what it was. That'd be fun. I like that. I don't know if my brain can do it. Yeah, but I will try. It'd be very fun. You're much more creative in that way. I mean, you could just so, do it for me, and then oh, yeah. I can try to guess. That's true, because you give me lots of quizzes that I fail at, so. So yeah. I'll fail for that one. Yeah. <laughs> you did really good with my horror movie one that I did, and I thought I did real good with that. Oh, I don't know you. if I kept those ones. Um, I hope I did, because I did. I worked hard on that one. Yeah, you did. So. It was really good. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. <laughs> that's all. Yeah. Well, thanks for judging us. Or judging with us. us. Yeah. You probably did do that, probably too. Probably a little but. bit, because I said something <laughs> really weird. But. That's the whole point. Yeah. Well, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for hanging out. We love you. Yeah. Have a great time. Have a great time. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. Let us know what you think by leaving a comment or sending us an email at bmoviebashpodcast at gmail.com. You can listen to our episodes on all your favorite podcast platforms, including Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Apple, Amazon Music, and Audible, or you can find the video versions on our YouTube channel. If you want to support the podcast, you can find our coffee link on our anchor page. Make sure to like, subscribe, and tell your friends.